New Missouri coach Dennis Gates meets the Mizzou media mafia. I have all the sound bites you could possibly want. And how about some more context on how Dennis Gates fares against the rest of the SEC coaches hired in this cycle? All this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And this episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. Well, obviously, about a couple hours ago now, Missouri introduced their next head basketball coach, and of course, that is formerly of Cleveland State, Dennis Gates. And of course, these press conferences, these events, well, a lot of what you would expect, which is a bunch of talking heads getting up there and getting some face time, by golly, before the main event happens, which is, of course, Missouri fans finally getting to hear from their next coach. And certainly aligned is a buzzword you've heard a lot around college basketball these days. Alignment, aligned, well, even Coach Gates brought it up. And you know what? As much of a buzzword as that is, I do think it's important now that Missouri showed some real alignment in that, hey, instead of undermining our athletic director and and her choice for the next head coach, well, the board of curators just gave it that quick rubber stamp, which frankly should be their only job. I don't even know why these people exist, at least from an athletic standpoint, outside of literally rubber stamping the coach. Because, man, while I'm glad we ended up with Eli Drinkwitz, that whole process, the previous time with the football coach, originally it seemed like Jim Stark wanted Blake Anderson of, of, of Arkansas State, right? Well, that was pretty. That was a pretty ugly look for the university. So hopefully all of that stuff has been tamped down, and in genuinely this Missouri Athletic Department has real alignment. And also something Kevin, Kevin, I keep saying Kevin Gates. I don't know why. Dennis Gates. I know it's Dennis, folks. Dennis Gates kept saying Missouri has everything it needs, including obviously, as Drinkwitz said, being the flagship university of the state, most specifically the only high major university in the state and all the, uh, all the advantages that that at least should entail. And of course, well, Coach Gates brought up are fabulous academics, which of course is obviously every coach's number one priority. Wink, wink. But really, another thing he said is it's hard to leave something special you've built. And he says that he left a special place, Cleveland State, for another special place like Mizzou. And for just a little more context on what led Coach Gates to Cleveland State and head coaching in the first place, Well, here is Coach Dennis Gates right now talking about actually leaving Florida State coach Leonard Hamilton at possibly an inopportune moment. So sometimes the best opportunities in our lives are presented at times where you're like, ah, this ain't the right time. We put together a national championship team. It was July 30th. 
School starts in two weeks. Do I help Leonard Hamilton win a national championship? This is the best team he has ever had in his head coaching career. Or do I take Cleveland State? Well, every friend of mine in this business said, I'm committing career suicide by choosing Cleveland State. There were three guys on, in the program, two weeks. There was no staff. I had to do all this in two weeks. That same team that we put together, they won championships. They cut down nets, held up trophies, and they raised banners. So for me, the time was right because I knew the sex sacrifice were, was greater. It was greater. And when you step out like that, there is no choice but to succeed. So obviously a really difficult choice there for Coach Gates leaving for Cleveland State. If all your friends are telling you, hey, don't do it, that's a pretty good reason to at least pause. And especially when you consider that Florida State coach Leonard Hamilton, obviously a very well-respected guy in the business. Well, at one point, Coach Gates told Leonard Hamilton that I want to be just like you. So how do you leave that guy? How do you leave your mentor at what you think is his best opportunity to win a championship, the best team he's ever had? Boy, you got to say that takes a lot of chutzpah. That's for darn sure. And it sure seems like Dennis Gates has had that personality trait in him for a long time. And another thing I thought was interesting that Coach Gates said, he said when he left, he had no choice left but to succeed especially when he basically went against conventional wisdom and what a lot of his friends in the business were telling him and that's I gotta say that's one thing I've learned in just the last few years here you know you never actually fail if you never quit huh there's there's a there's a very simple basic thought but I'm just telling you it's true one of the keys to success in life is removing failure from an option but once again a lot of chutzpah a lot of guts a lot of gumption by Coach Gates to take the Cleveland State job when he did. Again, especially the timing of that. Late in July, school's about to start. He's got three scholarship coaches, no assistants. So again, how does that work? Where, where does that come from? Well, apparently it's been in him for a long time. I remember years ago during my in-home recruiting, recruiting visits, I asked each coach a question. I said, do you have... Now, I'm 18, 17 years old. I said, do you have rules and regulations against freshmen becoming captains? Yeah, I asked that question. <laughs> and there, were one, there was one coach who sat at the edge of his seat toward me. The remainder pushed back and said, what is this kid talking about? What is he talking about? So the coach who was on his, the edge of his seat listening to Gates pitch why he should potentially be a captain his freshman year of college well that was Ben Braun who he eventually went to play with at Cal Berkeley and just using a little bit of deductive reasoning one of the coaches who may have been a little bit put off by that particular pitch well none other than Norm Stewart so let's talk about the Gates Norm Stewart connection Coming up, but first I do want to tell you about our title sponsor, and that is Stat Hero, a new way and frankly a better way to play fantasy sports. And if you're like most of us, well, your bracket 
probably isn't looking that great at the minute. So instead, why don't you hedge your bets, get into something else called Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest, the single-game contest pit star players against each other, an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. By all means, take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Well, in this case, you can set the edge. You can set the advantage if you like. Pick exactly what kind of contests, what kind of players you want to bet your knowledge on, as it were. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on. Once again, stathero.com slash locked on for a 100% deposit match when you use that promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. Hey, thanks for telling a friend we're free and available wherever you get finer podcasts. And you know what? We might just have a finer head coach on our hands here in Columbia. I certainly hope so anyway as a very, very, very biased Missouri fan. But it's very obvious that Dennis Gates has a lot of self-confidence. And in fact, High schooler Dennis Gates, as we can see from that clip I just played in the previous segment, well, he was quite the precocious young gentleman, wasn't he? And obviously we said before that Ben Braun, a huge influence on Coach Gates, but again, if I do a little basic deductive reasoning here, obviously Ben Braun was the guy who was impressed with that captain's pitch, asking him about true freshmen's captains. Hey, can they be captains? What the heck? Well, if I have to do a little bit of deductive reasoning, I got to say Norm Stewart quite possibly could have been turned off by that particular pitch. And that's based on this soundbite. Recruiting process wasn't easy, and I remember Norm Stewart recruiting me out of Chicago, Whitney Young. We were the number one high school team in the country. He recruited me. At that point, the seed of how special Missouri was at that time was planted. It was nurtured. Although I decided elsewhere, things come full circle. I listened. And those conversations that I had with Norm Stewart was definitely, definitely brought back up in my spirit, in my heart, when I spoke with our leadership. Bravo, Coach Gates. Really nicely done there. I mean, seriously, way to play that public relations game, pal, because you know what? If there are still some true sons and daughters on the fence, there's nothing like a little genuflection toward the greatest coach in Missouri history to get the people on the fence on your side. So again, nicely done there. What would a Missouri head coaching press conference be without a nod to Storm and Norman? But just to address some of the people who are maybe on the negative side of the fence when it comes to Coach Gates, still at this point, if you're not convinced that he's a good hire, well, how about a little more context? Because I've noticed many people online are focusing on Cleveland State's Ken Pomeroy advanced statistical rankings for his three seasons. Now, I think we in college basketball sometimes 
take the Ken Pomeroy stuff as, as helpful as it is and take it too much as gospel. And I'm certainly as guilty of this as anybody, or at least maybe I have been at different points in my career, and, and just as being a fan as well. But again, let's provide some context here. Here's the thing. If you're in the Horizon League, again, negative Nancy's about Dennis Gates will point out that, well, you know, the Horizon League just isn't all that good. Well, apparently they're right. But what that says is even if you're the best team in the Horizon League, even if you come from the bottom of that league and rise up to the top, well, maybe your Ken Pomeroy rankings aren't going to be that great. And that's probably fair, right? Because Cleveland State... They're probably going to lose to most high major teams, even if they are the best team in the Horizon League. That's just the way. That's just the way this goes. They're not even. They're maybe a low major, maybe not even a mid major. But let's compare them to how they do again against their own competition. So let's just compare them to the Horizon League. The previous four seasons before Dennis Gates arrived, here's how Cleveland State finished in their league: ninth, eighth, eighth, and ninth. So two nines and two eights. Not very good, right? Well, in 2020, Coach Gates already gave us the context of how that started. He he arrives basically two weeks before school starts with three players and no assistant coaches. And yet that first season, in fact, Cleveland State had their best season in the Horizon League, finishing 7-11 and in seventh place. Again, one spot better than they had done the previous four years, despite all of the difficulties that he faced, not a bad start, relatively speaking. And then by year two, once Gates actually had a a full season to, to get his staff together, to get some transfers in, to get some actual high school recruits, well, son of a gun, if he didn't finish first place in his first real season. Let's be honest. Yeah, he had a, a, a real season per se, but 2021, that was his first season to actually build the program how he wanted it to. And with that kind of start, I think that's unbelievably impressive that he finished first in his second year winning the league, making the NCAA tournament by winning their conference tournament as well. And again, this past season, the only reason Cleveland State didn't make the field is because they lost in their conference tournament. Because once again, they won their regular season league. So two championships in three seasons and basically... I, I could throw out that first season, so he's basically two for two to me. That that first season is the classic year zero, as Bill C. of ESPN likes to say, Mizzou alum. Bill Conley, I believe, is the full name, but he does go by Bill C. online. But the point is, that is a, a classic, hey, we got to bottom out, reset the entire roster, and get this thing going. The fact that he was able to do that that quickly Well, this is something that Missouri needs. We need to reset this roster just a little bit. We need some new players. We need a point guard. We need a shooter. Heck, we could probably use a couple shooters and a couple point guards, right? Our backcourt just wasn't getting it done last year. But it sure seems like Kevin Gates with the – Kevin Gates. Dennis Gates. I'm going to slap myself in the face every time I say Kevin. I don't know why I'm doing that. But Dennis Gates, it sure seems like – If you want a quick turnaround, well, he's shown he can do it in the Horizon League, so maybe he can do it in the SEC, too. And you know what? No final numbers or official numbers on Coach Gates' compensation or for that of his assistance, but there are a few rumors out there. Plus, how about the rest of the SEC? How did they do during this latest coaching carousel? I want to talk about that, but first... Over at Bet Online, they've got some pretty interesting NCAA tournament futures, 
odds to win the region. To me, yeah, Gonzaga minus 160. They should be the favorite to win the West region. But Duke's odds at plus 375, they've got as much talent as anybody in the tournament. I think if you're getting almost 4-1, to one, sure, sure, I'll roll the dice on the Blue Devils for sure. But you know what? Check out whatever you want over at Bet Online because they have you covered with college basketball, pro basketball, baseball, hockey, fighting, whatever you're into. I promise you they have you covered at betonline.net. Again, one of the best sponsors on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're a big believer in these people, and they're frankly the only people we trust with your money when it comes to gambling. So you know what? Head to their website today. Check out all the trends. Check out all the action. They've even got some podcasts and news for you this season as well. So check it out once again at Bet Online, where the game starts. According to Dave Matter at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and his sources, Missouri is going to be giving Dennis Gates significantly less than what they gave Conzo Martin. Now, what that means exactly, if that means significantly less in terms of average annual value or just total compensation, I'm not really sure. If it's significantly less in terms of the actual average salary that Gates is getting, well, that's a little bit disappointing to me unless... Unless the rest of that money, maybe the difference, is going to be going toward some of his assistants. And according to, again, some more rumors out there online, there's some fairly large names swirling around who Gates might just try and bring in. So perhaps Gates is looking at this as saying, hey, you know what, I'll give up some money for myself in the short term here in order to hopefully win big at Missouri. And guess what? If that happens, I'll make it up on the back end with a hefty contract extension. Maybe that's his thinking. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here, quite frankly. But another way to look at it is also when Conzo Martin signed here, his average annual value was $3 million a year, which is is really high, and especially for the time. Now these days, you know, relatively not that high, but especially just in terms of the total contract, seven years, $21 million dollars. You know, Conzo Martin at the time had a lot of leverage because he knew that the Porters, Michael Porter, Jonte Porter, they wanted to come play for him. He was one of the coaches that they would accept. So, well, guess what? Conzo Martin, his agent, they negotiated a pretty doggone good contract. So if it's a little bit less of a total full package of seven years, $21 million, that would make sense. But I just hope Missouri isn't cheaping out on the average annual value. We'll see what happens. Now, interestingly, five other SEC schools hired head basketball coaches as well. Now, a couple maybe unofficially as of yet. But interestingly to me, at least three of those guys were brought up as potential candidates at Missouri, including on this show, including Todd Golden, who ended up at Florida. Well, of course, as you probably know at this point, Mike White left Florida Kind of a Frank Haith situation, wasn't really getting the support or extension that he was hoping for or expecting, and he decided to take his talents down to Athens, Georgia. Now, another guy, Matt McMahon, who I erroneously called Mike. Man, I've been struggling with first names here lately. But Matt McMahon from Murray State, well, he's going to be your next coach at LSU. So the type of school that's gone big game hunting before, especially in football, right, they just – 
tri- they just grabbed Brian Kelly away from Notre Dame. Well, they had to possibly settle, if you want to say that, for Matt McMahon, who, again, a guy that Missouri was very much involved in as well. I also thought Chris Jans, a guy who didn't actually get any real traction at Missouri, as far as I could tell, just a name that I brought up, somebody who's done well at New Mexico State. Well, he's ended up at Mississippi State and also reportedly South Carolina going to hire Lamont Paris as well. And you know what? What do all of those names have in common? Every single name that I read off that list, with the exception of Mike White, is a mid-major basketball coach. There are no high major coaches that any of those institutions, even with all the cash that they have available, yeah, they weren't able to just pluck the you know best guy they possibly could. Kansas State tried it with Brad Underwood at Illinois, their former alum, and well, even that didn't work. The point is, if Missouri fans were expecting like Rick Pitino or something, that was just never likely. And certainly, you're not going to get somebody who is at a high major program that's having more success right now. Like the Matt Painter thing from 10 years ago, well, to, to use a... to to use a bit of a pun, a pun here, well, that, that window was painted shut, okay? So that's the exception, not the rule. And it clearly with the list of guys I just gave you, all the SEC coaches, including Dennis Gates at Missouri, a half dozen jobs there, and with the exception of Mike White, who Florida decided, eh, we're good, we're moving on for all intents and purposes, he ends up with Georgia, which I think is a, a pretty good hire down in Athens, by the way. I approve of that hire for Georgia. But the point is, if you're a Missouri fan, let's have some realistic expectations here. It's okay to say, hey, maybe I would have preferred Todd Golden, or perhaps you would have preferred Matt McMahon, or even Kim English. That That's a totally reasonable opinion. But to act like Missouri settled and made a terrible hire, and, and all this this stuff that I see going on going around on my Facebook page and my YouTube comments, for instance, well, I'm sorry, that's asinine, and that's based totally in ignorance, in my opinion. How can you possibly know any of that? How can you be that certain of an unknown? Uh, that that's the part that bothers me. And there's so many indications that Gates has connections in college basketball. He's got lots of people who have his back, including Leonard Hamilton, including just just read around, listen to basketball people, and they tend to like Dennis Gates. You know what? I'm going to lean toward their opinion right now, even though we are in the world of the unknown. Nobody knows how Dennis Gates is going to do at Missouri. Well, I'm still going to lean toward the basketball people instead of the screeching idiots online, quite frankly. So with that said, even if you are one of those screeching idiots, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Mizzou, your first listen every day. Hey, next time we're going to get more deeply into the Missouri spring game, talk some more football, not just basketball, of course, although this coaching search has dominated a lot of our airtime. But you know what? Now make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback, Eric Crocker, they bring you the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college players, NFL front offices. It's, of course, free and available wherever you get finer podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Mizzou.